Welcome to the Busy Business Women podcast, where you have VIP access to discover the wins and wisdom that have helped successful business brains build businesses that boom. With your host, Faye Hollands from busybusinesswomen.biz. Hey, Faye Hollands here from busybusinesswomen.biz and welcome to episode three of the Busy Business Women podcast. And today we are going to be talking about that dirty little word called niche. Now, I debated long and hard about whether to record this podcast on this topic because it's one of those things that pretty much we all know we need to do. And so the word itself, niche, niche, target market, avatar, however you want to think about it, is one of those things that often makes people yawn. But here's the thing, it's absolutely critical, fundamental, key, significant, super duper important to nail your niche if you want to build a business that booms. So given that Busy Business Women is all about helping you build a business that booms, I figured we really should have an early podcast on this critical topic. So nailing your niche, what's it all about? Well, you know, the first key to building a bigger, better, bolder business is absolutely to stop wasting time attracting those below-grade clients or the tire kickers that, you know, they don't have the money to spend on the product or service that you offer or the inclination to buy your stuff. And that's no fun trying to target people like that, right? What you want to be doing is attracting those grade A clients that really love what you do, they truly value what you do, and they're super happy to pay for it. Now, if you're just starting out, you know, this is about making sure that you are focusing on the right clients to make money in your business. And this is something that I did significantly wrong in the early days of my business entrepreneurial career. And when I first started my first business over a decade ago, uh, I didn't nail my niche at all and I got it very, very wrong and I, it cost me a lot of money over a number of years. So when I started out my first business, I really was jack of all trades, master of none. So to give you some context, I left my corporate career, which was going really well. I was earning good money, had a nice lifestyle, but had always wanted to be my own boss. So as you probably already know from some of my stories, you know, I left on Friday, the corporate career, started my business on Monday and I had no income. I had no clients, no income. And looking back on it, I was very green and naive and just super excited and passionate about what I was about to do. So I had no clients. So I figured when you come out of coaching school, you can coach on a lot of different things. So why knuckle down and or nail down into one or two specific areas when I can offer a multitude of different services and areas of expertise to lots of different people? You know, I've got no money coming in right now. Let's not what you know narrow down the net let's keep it wide so that I can make some money faster and so that was my tactic what happened is I ended up with no clients no income and really being a jack of all trades and master of none because you know I wasn't attracting really anyone into my business the only people that were working with me were family and friends and referrals from those people now don't get me wrong I was a great coach and I was delivering on all the areas that I was uh, you know saying that I could coach on but if you want to build a business you don't go to someone who's um, 
giving advice on how to stop smoking and stopping spider phobias and life coaching and career coaching and, you know, every single thing that I could do from my qualifications. You don't go to someone like that and yet that's what I was doing in my business. So fast forward, you know, months and in fact years, I had nowhere near the number of clients I needed to maintain the lifestyle and, you know, the financial responsibilities I had I had in my life at that point. And business was really bloody tough. And the only reason I managed to exist was because I had gone into business with some really good savings. So I'm really pleased I did that. But it was a very costly mistake to make. And that was all because I did not have a clear niche. And I was wanting to market my services to anyone that I thought could afford me and would want me. And as a result, I became jack of all trades, master of none. And so it was very, very difficult to attract people into my business because my messaging wasn't clear. So if you fast forward kind of two years into my business life, and that's when I was getting married. And I was very, very close to closing my business down at that point. And in fact, when I went on my honeymoon, I had to make the decision as to whether I would continue to run my business when I came back. Now, you can imagine the kind of, you know, the the self-dialogue and what was going on inside my head at that point on my honeymoon when I didn't know whether I had a business to come back to and whether I had a career to come back to. Uh, You know, I think I I hid the stress very well, but it was a particularly stressful time of my life and not really what you want going on when you're getting married and going on honeymoon. So that was a very significant and poignant moment in my entrepreneurial career. And thankfully, when I came back from my honeymoon, I'd given myself a massive kick up the backside and really knew that this was crunch time. There was nothing left that I could, you know, squander. It really was make or break. And sometimes when your back's up against the wall, that's when the best work comes out, right? So when I came back, I really set about nailing my niche and my business absolutely went from strength to strength. And here I am a decade later. So the proof is in the pudding, right? But the point of this podcast is I want to help you make my long road to business success be your shortcut. And I don't want you to make that same really costly mistake because I would love to have the money back now that I wasted over those two years, but that is not going to happen, right? So here's what's going to happen if you get this wrong in your business. First of all, there's going to be a lot of confusion. Your marketing is going to be confusing because you're going to be trying to talk to too many people or the wrong types of people, just like I was. And as a result, what's going to happen is that that marketing is going to be really hit and miss. You're going to end up with very few clients versus what is possible in your business because people are not going to be able to resonate with your message. They're not, you know, you're not going to make their ears prick up and their eyes open and want to hear more because you're not talking to the right people in the right way. And if that happens, you're definitely going to feel pretty deflated, unsatisfied, unfulfilled. And, you know, if you're not careful, very soon you're going to fall out of love with your business. But when you get this right, there's a lot of opportunity. You know, your marketing is going to speak volumes to the right people. So they're going to want to hear what you've got to say. And you're going to be speaking directly to the people that you want to work with. When that happens, instead of your marketing being really hit and miss, you're going to be addressing the problems that the people you really want to work with have, 
And in turn, you're going to convert significantly more prospects into those fully fledged paying clients that you really want to work with. And when that happens, you're going to find that you've got a consistent flow of paying clients coming through your door and your business. So you're going to be making money and it's certainly going to leave you feeling you know, re-energized and really motivated about the reason you got into business and what it is that you want to achieve. So there are three key things I want you to focus on when you're thinking about nailing your needs. And hey, if you're sitting there thinking, I've already done this, I've got my niche nailed, I've been in business 5, 10, 15 years, this is really not relevant to me. Let me just remind you that it took me a few years to get to this point. And I've worked with lots of business owners that have been in business longer than me and are still being jack of all trades, master of none. So never make the assumption that you've got this right until you've spent a lot of time and effort on absolutely nailing it, okay? So three key steps that I want you to make sure you take your business through to know that you've nailed your niche. And the first one is to make sure that you're tightening the net that you're throwing out to catch those clients that you really want to work with. Now, if you imagine a fisherman, if he goes out and he wants to catch a particular type of fish, right, or, you know, a range of different types of fish, when he throws his net out, if he spreads it too wide, the problem is that you run the risk of lots of fish going through the holes in the net because the wider you pull that net, the bigger the holes in the net become. And what happens is those ideal fish swim through the net. And that doesn't just apply to fishermen, right? It applies to you and your business. If you pull the client catching net in your business too wide, your ideal clients are going to start slipping through. And so a bigger, wider net does not necessarily mean more clients. And in fact, it's quite the opposite. You can end up with significantly less. So take my example, came out of coaching school, could coach on lots of different things through the qualifications that I gained. So I spread my net really, really wide. And I was coaching on a multitude of different things. And as a result, The great clients that I would love to have worked with back then that I'm working with now, those people weren't attracted to me. And so they slipped through the net very, very easily and quickly. So a wider net does not mean that you are going to get more clients. And that is the biggest downfall that I see in businesses is that they are spreading the net too wide. And as a result, they are missing out on the awesome clients that they could be working with. So you might already have a niche that is super clear and you might already know who your ideal client is. But if you don't, it's really critical that you get clear on this first before you do anything else. Because marketing is super hard when you're trying to be everything to everyone and it leads to a lot of confusion and confusion never gets good results, right? You have never gone and bought something from someone who is super confused about who they want to work with. And the same goes for the clients that you want to work with when they're thinking about working with you. So when I talk to clients, what I often find is that, you know, they haven't nailed their niche because they're worried that if they niche down and get very specific into one market, that they're going to lose a lot out on a lot of opportunity. And that's simply not the case. So when you narrow your niche, you don't half your market, you actually, you know, can double, triple, quadruple it and significantly expand the market that is 
are attracted to you because you're speaking directly to them. And so their ears are going to prick up, their eyes are going to open, they're going to want to hear about what you've got to say. So if you want that and if you want people to be attracted to your marketing, for your marketing and your sales to convert into paying clients, niching is not a dirty word, it's absolutely the way to go to build your business. Now when you've got super clear on who your target market is going to be and you know who your niche is, the second step you need to make sure you take is that you uncover what motivates that ideal client. So once you've selected that target, it's really important that you understand what drives and motivates that audience to buy from you so that you can give your marketing you know, the kick it really needs and make sure that every single thing you do, whether it's a post on Facebook, whether it's a post on Instagram or anywhere on social media, whether it's a blog post or whether it's a podcast or whatever you are creating in your business to market to your target audience speaks volumes to them. Because when you know specifically who you're talking to and you uncover their motivators, their reasons for wanting to buy from you and be interested in what you do, you can pepper and sprinkle those motivators through all of your marketing. And that's when you become really interesting to the key people that you want to work with. So that's step number three. So step number one is to uncover who you tighten your net and uncover who you want to work with. The second step is to make sure that you uncover what really motivates them. And the third step, and this is probably the first time in your life you're going to get permission to do this, is to become a stalker. Third step is to stalk your target market. And what I mean by that is, and you know, this is done with integrity and really nicely, it's to start really living and breathing what is going on in your target market's life, getting to know them really, really well and being able to think like them and behave like them so that when you are posting, the posts that you put up or the emails that you send out or the content that you create or the products and services that you design and produce really resonate with what they want. And the only way that you can really do that is to know them intimately. Now, in my Busy Business Builder program, I'll talk you through and work with you on exactly how to tighten your net, to uncover those motivators and to go about, you know, ethically stalking your target market. But if you do nothing else today, I really want you to make sure that you spend some quality time on making sure you know who your target market is so that everything you do here on in in your business is absolutely targeted to that niche. Okay, so I hope this hasn't been so much of a rant, but more so me impressing upon you the importance of this kind of what's seen as a dirty little word that people think that they've already got right or that they have, you know, brushed over very quickly because that that was at the starting point of their business building journey. Because from my experience, most people do not have this nailed in the way that you need to do to get exceptional results from your sales and marketing in your business. So I really hope that this has been a, you know, a refresher for you, a reminder for you if you already feel like you've done this, or a great starting point as you start to build your business. Now, that is actually step number two in a fantastic freebie that I'm going to put in my show notes that I'd love you to download, which will help you build your business. It's called the Biz Builder Checklist. 
And what it is, is a nice tidy download that takes you through 10 critical steps to grow your business. And step number two is getting to know your niche. So you can download that freebie from the show notes from this podcast. So episode number three of the Busy Business Women podcast, the dirty little word niche, you can download the Biz Builder checklist from those show notes and make sure you work through the other nine steps to grow your business and give yourself a score out of 10. Uh, It's a worksheet so you can look at how well you're doing and it'll easily help you identify the gaps in your business and the areas that you can focus on to help you grow your business in the next 30 days. Okay, ladies, this is Faye Hollands from Busy Business Women. I hope you've enjoyed episode three, the dirty little word niche. I will be back again next week with episode four. But until then, I want to wish you a fantastically productive day. And I hope that you are building a business that booms. This is Faye Hollands from busybusinesswomen.biz signing off. Bye bye.